Hello, friends. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm Julie Jancis. I'm your host. And today, there's no intro. There is a prayer that we're going to do at the end. But I am just jumping right into this episode because we have so much to talk about and to cover today. Uh, I have to admit, I was not going to speak on this subject. I didn't want to speak on this subject. In fact, I really asked God to allow me to not be the messenger. But at you, but as you'll see at the end of this podcast, um, I got a very big, clear sign that this was the message that needed to be shared. So that's why I'm putting it up to just be that tool that God can work through because I was cleaning my daughter's room today and this just divine thought, this divine word came to me and was just laid out by spirit in this order. And um, as I was channeling everything through, which I'm going to read, I just kind of took notes as spirit was talking to me. Because given everything that is happening in the world right now, ignited by the murder of George Floyd, You know, this isn't something for me to talk about. I am a white woman, and as I have been praying and praying, um, I just want to listen, right? Uh, Now is the time for me to listen to everybody else, to listen, to not judge others, uh, but to really hold this highest vibration of peace within our hearts to help lift and raise the frequency here in the world. But I feel like there is a lot that is being posted on Facebook. Um, I'm just going to say it bluntly by my white friends who I know and love very dearly. I'm not calling out everybody, but um, there are people that I have who are friends on Facebook who are posting All of this nonsense about the looting and what divinely came as inspired thought was just that we're not hearing, right? Because let's go back, you know, like let's walk through history for a moment together, okay? Um, And and I'm just going to preface this with saying that some of you who are listening to this are going to be like, Julie, you are batshit crazy. You are off your rocker. Um, No, I don't agree with what you're saying. And to those, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not condoning looting. I'm not condoning violence in any way. Let's just look at facts, okay, so that we can remove judgment, so that we can remove fear, so that we can remove all of this clouded energy, that's actually dividing us more so that we can not judge, so that we can just listen to those who should be talking, which is not me, and hear what they have to say. So let's take this walk through history. Let's go back to the Boston Tea Party. Now, I'm a history major, (laughs) but I'm going to say I'm not a very good one. I don't remember dates. Um, 
But let's go back to the Boston Tea Party. And let's go back to the flood that wiped out the entire world in the Bible. Let's go back to the story of Moses leading the Israelites out of is out of Egypt um the parting of the Red Sea and then the sea closing in on Pharaoh's army let's go back to wars that were ignited that you know let's just face it i mean would hitler have stopped what he was doing based on peaceful protests and i'm not in any way shape or form comparing hitler to anybody in the scenario in this current picture in time what spirit was bringing through today though is that there are times and moments in history where there are forces that create change and you could say yeah but julie but peaceful protests can do the same thing let's go into that deeper Okay, because this isn't about judgment. Let's just look at ourselves today. Why are we going on Facebook and saying, you know, I thought you could be better than this. I didn't think that our city was was like this. I thought we were better than this. Um, Criticizing, cutting down looters. There's no way to connect and to empathize and to see the oneness with all that is because we are one with the looters as well. And when you sit there and judge others, and I'm putting myself in this own category because I have done this myself as well in the past. When we sit there and judge other people, it blocks us. It does not allow us to feel empathy with all that is. It does not allow us to see our oneness with all that is. So am I advocating for more looting? No. Am I advocating for more riots? No. What I am saying is that to my white friends, to my white listeners, if you are sitting there in judgment right now of others, we need to take a look at history. We need to take a look at ourselves. And I'm not shaming anybody. I'm doing this because there is a force happening for change. And it's not just with George Floyd. And it's not just with coronavirus. If you remember, I started out this year with a, um, with a podcast episode that was really about ancestral history. That when we really first stepped into 2020, uh, in meditation and prayer, what spirit was really bringing through that 2020 is all about undoing ancestral trauma. That's it. If you look at coronavirus now versus the Spanish flu, if you look at the podcast and the episodes that I brought through there, if you look at George Floyd as compared to, um, you know, what we saw with Rodney King. I, I remember being in fourth grade watching that on the TV. And I remember the horrifying words that people around me were speaking in judgment of what was happening at that time. And I can remember being in fourth grade being like, but why, you know, like, why are they doing this? And what pain would they have to be in 
Or what state of anger would they have to be in in order to do this? And where did that anger come from, right? So there are so many examples throughout history of forces creating change. And there are so many instances that we accept that we deem acceptable, right? The Boston Tea Party, which isn't that really alluding to, right? By white people, us throwing the tea overboard and saying, you know, we're going to create the change that we want to see. We're going to have our own country. We're not going to accept these taxes. Why did it have to go to that point? Why wasn't there just a peaceful protest there? Why did God wipe out the world with a flood? Why did God part the seas for Moses and then close it in? I'm not advocating for these things. I'm just asking the question of why is it like socially acceptable within the world for other people to have done this in the past or for these big forces of change to have happened in the past? But yet here you have human beings who have been in pain throughout their entire lives and we're still judging and we're still not listening and there's still so much pain and if you are an empath right now man coronavirus was hard and this is hard too because if you're empathic you are feeling all of the pain of the collective consciousness right now. So all of that hurt, all of that pain, you know, I I was praying to my angels, help me understand, help me empathize, help me understand this pain that others are feeling. And so I've gone online to do research in order to hear different people's voices to understand. Um, But the angels in prayer also showed me a couple of traumas that I experienced in my life. Now I'm going to explain and share these traumas, but in no way, shape, or form. And am I comparing myself or my experiences to others? This is just simply an example of how to see your oneness in all human beings. So in fourth grade, I went to Catholic school, had gone to Catholic school for a while, had loved the community, um, had loved just the environment. And I remember at one point, my mom telling me, you know, something really major happened and and I just have to sit down. I have to tell you what happened. I have to explain this to you because you're going to hear about it at school and I want you to hear about it from me and not there. And she said, at your school, there's a family of five children and the dad had the mother killed, murdered. The dad had taken the children on a vacation to the Ozarks, had hired a gunman to come murder his wife within her home as she washed dishes in her sink. And the man stepped up to, as I was told, um, the, the window that was right in front of the sink where she was watching, washing those dishes at night. 
And he shot her, leaving these five children motherless and really orphaned because uh, the dad ended up, of course, going to prison. The other example is my good, good friend in high school, somebody who um, we used to like to joke around with people our freshman year and say that we were sisters, uh, my friend Sarah Harris, because my maiden name is Harris. And freshman year, our lockers were right next to each other. We both had long blonde hair. And Sarah was... I believe doing her student teaching in college, went home to stay with her parents while she did that. She ended up being murdered one night within her own home by her white male housekeeper. Um, And it wasn't just a murder. It's one of those, the most brutal murders. Um, The details are still hard to think about. They're just so chilling. And those two experiences combined with all of the different times in my life that I have heard about women, some that I know, some that I don't know, being raped, being killed by a stranger as they walk through a prairie path, you know, um, being killed or murdered just as they're trying to walk home from work. All of this is within my mind personally. And it makes me fear filled. I mean, I have fear of just going out and walking. You know, when I'm going to go take a walk, even in my neighborhood, and I live in an incredibly safe neighborhood where nothing ever happens, I still think to myself, am I going to be okay? Am I leaving at a time where I'm going to make it back in time before it's dark. If I go out after dark for a walk, I'll bring my husband with me. If I want to walk in the morning, I go at a time where it's not dark. I'm always asking myself within my mind, am I safe because of the examples that I have personally seen within my life. So as I was in prayer, Spirit showed me all of this different energy and fear that lives within me personally and said, could you imagine that fear that you feel? Um, Can I go on a walk in the prairie path? Can I go a walk at this time? Is it going to be dark? All of those thoughts that run through me and that fear. Could you imagine being a human being here on earth and fearing driving to the store, driving to get groceries, driving to work? These are real fears that people have, not me, but people. And are we hearing them? Are we really hearing and feeling what it would be like? How many of you listening miss driving as much as you used to? Miss being in the car and just being able to go someplace pre-coronavirus, turning up the radio and rocking out to your favorite songs. And don't we take that for granted, right? That we do that with such ease And we don't have fear-filled thoughts in order to do something that just comes so natural to us. That's what we need to be seeing. That's what we need to be feeling. And when we just see within the news, oh, there's looting. 
boom, this wall goes up in your auric field. I can literally see it and feel it within people. That they are no longer open to empathizing, to hearing another individual and to feeling, because that's what empathy is, feeling another's feelings. So if I am a white woman who fears um, being attacked mostly by white men, because that's all I've ever seen is white men attacking women. Um, there are other people who have these deep-seated fears. And they live with it day in, day out, every single day. And they have gone throughout history. This human beings have gone throughout history trying to make change in different ways. And peaceful protests have not woken everyone up to feeling what needs to be felt. The fear that is felt every single day by some people, human beings. So like I said before, Spirit is saying that 2020 is the year of undoing on of undoing ancestral trauma. And what does that mean, big picture? What is spirit trying to show us? They're trying to show us that we need to lay down our swords. Our swords are our judgments, our words, our actions. And I'm not talking to the looters. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to anybody who is putting up judgments about that looting. What's our message? What's our message there? That it's okay to be angry, but not that angry. It's okay for other people throughout time to have done bigger things, to create bigger change when change was necessary, but not here, not in this instance. That doesn't make any sense. People are tired of small change. And if you look throughout history... Change does come sometimes by bigger forces. And I'm not talking about killing. Nobody's talking about killing here. We're talking about looting. And I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying that we're not supposed to hold judgment. And that's what the other side wants to show you. That you can lay down your swords. You can lay down that judgment. You can lay down your words, your actions. And resist going to that place of judgment. And instead sit back and say, okay. I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to hear. I'm ready to feel and really put myself in that other person's shoes of what's it like? Do you feel fear every time you get in the car and you have to drive? Do you feel fear every time that you see a policeman behind you? What is that like? The more we listen, the more we can come together, we can empathize, we can feel our unity, our oneness with all that is. We can raise our vibration. And I'm going to keep it even more real and own my shit. Here I am, a white woman at home, while this looting is occurring in the small suburban town, Chicagoland area where I live. And what am I doing today? 
I wrapped up some boxes for Amazon returns. I put new rainbow lights in my daughter's room, unicorn lights. Um, went to the dollar store to get her some kittens that are packaged in little toy milk cartons. And my friends, that is the epitome of privilege, right? That here I am going about my day. We had uh, some family members over six feet apart for a brunch this morning. And here I am checking in on CNN every, you know, couple of hours to see what's going on and checking in on Facebook. I don't have any right to add any voice to this conversation. So I'm not. I want to be here to listen. The only voice that I'll add is to anybody who's out there coming from a place or a frequency or a vibration of judgment. Stop. Ask questions. You know, ask yourself what would it be like to live in fear all the time if somebody hadn't listened or if people hadn't listened for over 300 years to you? How infuriating would that be if people didn't even care to listen to you, to hear you? Would you feel heard? Of course not. Because all of these snap judgments are being made and... It's not from a place of love. It's from a place of entitlement themselves. And listen, I am not in any position to talk to that. I'm just saying, this isn't my turn to talk. This is my time to listen, to empathize with the hurt that others feel within them and to also hold a very high vibration um, and pray with intention that God helps create real permanent change, heals hearts, and helps us to connect with one another. Not just the peaceful protesters out there, but connect and empathize with those who are looting as well. I know that's probably not what you want to hear me say. And to be honest, I felt really scared to even address this and bring through this message on the podcast. So before I recorded it, I sat there with God in prayer and I just said, listen, this is somebody else's conversation. This is some other messenger's message to bring through. Not mine. Um, God, not today. And I went online and immediately when I went to Google, you know how there's that those different news feeds right below? Um, there was a picture that popped up. And I'm going to tell you what that picture said. Let me see if I can pull it up here. So as I'm saying, no, this is not my message to bring through, God. You have the wrong person. You need to get somebody else because... You know, my listeners might not like this and may, some may stop listening um, because I'm saying this and they might misconstrue it that I am uh, pro-riot, pro-looting, and I'm not. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm simply stating the message here today is not to judge. And uh, 
as I'm saying to God, you know, you've got the wrong person, I pull up Google and there's this picture that comes up that says, riot is the language of the unheard. That's in quotes uh, from Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, underneath this sign that somebody had at a protest, it said, so start hearing. And uh, I couldn't deny that that was the exact message that God had just brought through um, really quickly through me and had me write it all down. That, my friends, is the message. Riot is the language of the unheard. So start hearing. Okay? Um, if you're empathic, I feel like I cry right now, so if you could cry, um, you might feel that as well. And I just want to lead us all in prayer right now to allow us to open up our hearts, to ask God to bring in that permanent change, to heal hearts on every side. Because my friends, the one other thing that Spirit kept bringing in, and they're reminding me to share it now, is that this entire year is about feeling our oneness with all. Those that we agree with, and more importantly, those that we don't agree with. And if you think this is going away in an election year, um, it's going to ease a little bit this energy this summer, but... um we're in for a wild we're in for a wild ride uh the rest of the year until we get through um let's say right up until before thanksgiving i keep feeling this energy of ease and and this big transition around thanksgiving time but the message here is we have to see all sides. We have to love all. We have to empathize with all. Because as we do, you know, I'm not just saying this to hear myself talk. When you feel your oneness with all that is, you feel your oneness with the trees. Yes, you feel your oneness with the earth. Yes, but you feel your your oneness with every other human being on this planet and you feel how much pain they're holding and you help hold it for them too and as we do this work together the vibration will lift higher and higher and higher so maybe throughout the rest of 2020 instead of making snap judgments what we decide to do here as a collective community within this podcast is to lay down our swords of judgment, lay down our swords of words, and instead ask, tell me, go to people, go to your friends, say, tell me, tell me what it's like, tell me where you're coming from, tell me the energy. Find people online. We're all co connected as a world. Find people online and ask them to share with you the pain that is within them. Ask them to go through every instance of pain that they've had in their lives that makes them feel the way that they do. Because that will wash away our judgments of one another and help us 
really come to that highest vibration of oneness with all things. You know, funny side note, I've been working a lot over the last three months with um, so many people who are going through the Angel Reiki School online. And I've had so many different people come up to me and say, you know, Julie, I have to ask you this. I am crying all the time. I'm crying um, in prayer. I'm crying in yoga. I'm I'm crying, you know, um, at all these different moments. And I'm not totally understanding what's happening. And I said, but it's a good cry, right? And they said, yes. And I said, and you're crying because you really feel this huge elevation of your connectedness and your oneness with all that is, all of humanity everything here on earth, everything alive. And they said, yes, even everything not alive. And I said, you're going through um, a stage of spiritual awakening where you are feeling oneness with all that is. And I told them, you know, when I went through this stage, I remember so vividly, I was still working as a fundraiser. I was going to a huge donor meeting um, about a half an hour away from my work and I was driving on the highway in my car and I remember just sobbing. I mean, these tears, and they're not sad tears, they were happy tears, that I felt such a high vibrational frequency of love, such a high vibrational frequency of joy, um, that I was looking at the concrete, the highway that I was driving on, and tears started to pour down my face. And I know you think I'm crazy, but I saw within the concrete the highest vibration that is, which is God. And that highest vibration is all that is. It is the tiniest piece of matter within the wall. It's the tiniest piece of matter within concrete on a highway. It's the tiniest piece of matter within your physical body. It's the tiniest piece of matter within your hair. I'm, I'm actually recording this podcast right by my closet. I'm looking at my hangers. It's within the plastic. It's within our clothes. It's everything. The core vibration of everything that is, is God energy. It's a web that connects all things all at once. The way the system works, though, is that your eyes see it as different objects. You don't have to name the hangers. You don't have to name concrete. You don't have to name the wall. You don't have to name the physical body or label anything. All that is, is all that is. I am. It's all God. So let's pray. Let's pray that every single person here on this earth gets to experience that beautiful, magnificent, magnificent stage of feeling all that is that stage of spiritual awakening dear God please help us all to open up our hearts I want everybody listening to see their hearts opening like French doors And I want you to imagine the collective consciousness. 
the collective consciousness of all human beings on this planet. My friends, people have hurt and they have pain and they have fear within them for so many different reasons. But I want you to keep your eyes closed and I want you to imagine the fear vibration within this human collective consciousness. Now, as I see it, spirit is showing me that vibration of fear at the start of the year and they're showing it to me now. And that vibration of fear feels raised, but it's not raised for long. It's not raised to be permanently raised. Spirit says they want you to see it as a swinging of the pendulum. The the pendulum swings farther to one side in order to swing farther to the other side. And what is that other side? That other side is the highest vibration that is. It's peace, it's love, it's joy, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. I don't know why, I don't know how, but the pendulum is swinging more and more. And what I want you to do is pray right now, dear God, please allow that as this pendulum swings, We all lay down our swords. We all lay down our judgments of one another. And instead of judging, spouting things that we don't truly understand, that we don't truly know, that we come together and we just pray for your understanding, God. And God, please surround each person within the world who needs to lay down and release judgment. God, please surround each one of those people with an angel best suited to them who will help them release the judgments inside of them that need to be released in order to bring more love and peace. Even if those judgments are light, are minor, they're still judgments. God, please go to the side through your angelic healing, through angels. God, please surround every person within the collective consciousness here on earth who needs healing. Please put an angel to help each person heal their hearts in this world. And God, as we do this, please, on both sides, allow people to hear one another. Allow people to feel one another's feelings more. Because, friends, I got to tell you, the reason that there isn't any hurt, any pain on the other side, one, there isn't any duality there, but two, even if there was You couldn't say something to another person without feeling it here too. You couldn't make a bad comment without somebody else, about somebody else behind their back without them feeling or knowing it because the thought communication there is telepathic. God, please surround every person on earth with with as many angels as they need for their healing for their understanding, for permanent 
change to occur within this world that brings the vibration of this entire earth higher. Connect us all, God. Show us that we are all one. Make us feel the oneness of all that is every human being. Friends, I am so sorry for rambling today. I didn't know exactly how to say all of this, so I hope uh, that you're here, still here with me listening. And for those who are, thank you for listening. Thank you for understanding that this uh, message is not to shame anybody. This message is not um, to condone looting or riots. It's simply a different perspective that spirit really wanted to bring through, which is no judgment, right? So God, please surround each of us with the angels that we need for healing, understanding, and permanent positive change within this world. Friends, I want you to see God's light shining on the earth on every little, on every little, (laughs) I can't talk today, on every living thing on every non-living thing within this world. Open up your heart. Feel the light of your soul shining out in every direction as if your soul is a small sun of pure white light that reaches out and connects with everything here in this world. Feel your oneness with the trees, with the grass, with the sunshine. Feel your oneness with your parents, with your siblings, with your neighbors. Feel your oneness with your children. Feel your oneness with strangers that you don't know, but you're reading about in the papers. Feel your oneness with people here on this planet who feel pain, who are hurting within their hearts. Feel your oneness with those in the world who were born with more than you or created their own more. And feel your oneness within the world with those who were born with less than you. Feel your oneness with those within the world who judge. Feel your oneness within the world with those who have very strong opinions. And feel your oneness within the world with peaceful protesters and those who riot and loot. My friends, in the ocean that is God, you are one droplet, but that droplet is never separate from the ocean. Everything is connected. You're part of that connection. And you can help shift everything. You can help shift it by getting into a high vibration. If you don't know how, go to episode three of this podcast. You can shift it by... Just holding that vibration because as you do, you are the tuning fork 
that helps everyone within the world tune their energy higher. You can help raise the vibration through prayer, which is truly just intention to help others, to give of your energy. Uh, It's not giving your energy, it's through your energy, helping others raise their vibration. Friends, I love you. Spirit loves you. Open up your hearts to all of the unexpected unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring your way right now.